I sure will. Well, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. <laughs> I just, I, I have to tell you this. H- how good is the God I serve? How amazing is he? Um, Here it is. It is your determination and your effort. Listen to me carefully. It is your determination and your effort. I think that the average person, and I'm not knocking you, I just want you to hear me out. I think what stops the average person from becoming successful is that we don't realize the effort that it takes. And that's just truth. I found that to be so true in my life and my talking to people and meeting people and people asking me questions about it and me trying to figure out the way myself. I don't think that you really can comprehend the effort that it takes to become successful. This is the thing that you have to wrap your mind around very quickly if you want to be successful on any level in any area. The dream is the beginning. Good Lord, let me tell you something. The determination and effort is massive. You cannot be overly concerned with sleep. If you are a person who is always concerned about sleep, get success out your mind. Ain't finna happen, partner. It's not finna happen. You cannot be that concerned about sleep. Now listen to me. You have to get your rest. 
But this was my philosophy. I'm just sharing you with what how I did it. My philosophy was I, I stopped being concerned about sleep. I got my rest, but I got just enough to get back to it. And I got back on the grind to hop in the hustle. I got just enough rest so I could go and put forth some more effort. But listen to me. You cannot sleep a third of your life away and expect to become successful if you're not already successful. If you are asleep for eight hours, that is a third of your day. You cannot be asleep a third of your life and expect to get successful. Now, after you get successful, you know, you you learn as you go to work smarter, not harder. So as you get successful, you may have eight hours available to you. But on the way up there, I don't see how you can do it. I promise you I don't. Now, I don't, there may, somebody can come forward. I did it. I did it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably lying, but okay. Tell your story. Because everybody I know that's successful, that I've sat down and had real talks with, they wasn't concerned with sleeping. You cannot be concerned with sleeping if you want to be successful. How? How can, how can this happen for you? It, listen to me. The effort that it requires is massive. It's an all-out assault on your dream. Now you got to make an assault. It requires an all-out assault on it. And you can't be sleep and fight at the same time. You can't fight when you sleep. Man, I wish I could get y'all to understand this right here. Understand that the effort that is required to be successful will take everything you have. And when you think you've given your all, it's going to require some more. The quality of your chill is amazing. See, that's, okay, listen to me. What is sitting around having a beer every day for? What, what, what is sitting around smoking weed for every day for? Come on, man. For real? But if you took that beer drinking, weed smoking, chill time, and applied it to progressing yourself towards your dream, when you do carve out a vacation, guess where you'll be able to go? Guess what part of the world you can go see? Guess how you could chill now? Now, instead of you just driving every year, your family to family, you can sit at the same picnic table. Everybody pool their money in. Two, ten families don't never pool their money in. They down there eating like y'all eating. You got attitude because they, they side don't ever chip in enough. They down there eating extra potato salad, making plates. You're down there arguing about this every year. For real, man? They ain't got the T-shirt money. Uh, you know, they got the same T-shirt on. They ain't put in. Hey, really, man? So so, 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 so you want that to be it every year? Or do you want this year, I'm taking my family to New Orleans. Or I'm taking my family to see the Grand Canyon. I'm, I'm taking my family down to the beach this year. Me, me and my family going to go sightsee. We're going to go ride a couple of rivers on Chicago. Me, me and my family going to go skiing this year. Me, me and my family going out to L.A., man. We're going we're gonna to go out there for the weekend. You know, you know, it can happen like that. But if you ain't working, listen to me. Average effort gets average results. See, ordinary effort gets ordinary results. But if you put forth an extra effort, See, the only difference between extraordinary and ordinary is one word. That's extra. If you do extra, you can take ordinary right on over to extraordinary. 
Do you understand? You have to have a massive assault on your dreams. Quit sitting up in here, man, trying to chill all the time. I'm sorry, man. I wish I could tell you another way, but it ain't one. I didn't talk to Jay-Z about this. I didn't talk to Samuel L. about this. I didn't talk to Say about this. I didn't talk. I have talked to the president of the United States. I've had a conversation with him about his effort. You look at this. You cannot become successful without effort. You cannot be concerned about sleep. Here's what I did. Now, you can take it from me or you can try it your way. But when you get through trying it, this is what you're going to have to do. I wasn't concerned about how much sleep I got. I just had to get my rest. And once I got enough rest to get up and get the task done, I got up. Somebody sent me a tweet the other day, a partner of mine. He said, I'm going to see if I can pull it up while I'm talking to you. But he just sent me a little sign. This wasn't nothing, just a little something to say, hey, man, I ran across this. I thought about you, and I sent it to you. It said, no alarm clock needed. My passion wakes me. He said, no alarm clock needed. My passion wakes me. That's what you got to be about. You got to take that dream. You got to get passionate about it. And you got to get awake. And you got to get up and get at it. And you got to put forth a massive assault on your dream. Your effort has got to be extraordinary. If you put forth extraordinary, if you put forth extra effort, you go from ordinary to extraordinary. That's the deal. You think it's another way? If you got another way, could you please email it to me? SteveHarvey.com. Let me know so I can slow down some. I don't know no other way. All right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your attention, please. I said, ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? The message you're about to hear is real. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This is Steve Harvey. It is morning. This is the show. Welcome. Boy, that's how you start a show. That right there? <laughs> so you know what they call that? You know, you know what that is? Huh? What's you know that? what that is? Who's that? That's original. What? Oh. That's what that is, boy. Boy, that's original. Not a copy. That's not a copy. Yeah. Ain't nobody ever thought of that. That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's mine. <laughs> yeah, all mine. If no one else is allowed to think of anything I thought of before. Because mm. <laughs> if you do, I'm going to accuse you of something. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show. What's up, Shirley? Welcome, welcome. Good morning, Steve. Ain't nothing happening. What's up, Carl? What up, crew? What's happening? Hey, girl. 38th million <laughs> wonder of the world. Junior. Morning, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Ladies and gentlemen, I do believe it's time to announce the fearless one. Mm-hmm. J. Mm-hmm. Anthony Brown. Can you what? hear today? Silence. <laughs> Silence. Silence. He tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I thought I heard him say, What's up, everybody? <laughs> that was Junior. <laughs> tomorrow. He'll say oh, that, that tomorrow. Junior. tomorrow. Yeah. Damn, yeah. Junior, you sound old. Junior sounds like Jay Anthony <laughs> Brown now, too. Damn, Junior. He you went sound from young old. to old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See. What's up, everybody? 
Ladies and gentlemen, the food, nephew Tommy. Yay, yay. In the building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. so what's going yeah. on? I, this impeachment. Oh, Shirley, go ahead. Go ahead. Shirley. No, no. Okay, the impeachment. Yeah, okay, whatever. That's going to be going on for a while. Godfather mm-hmm. of Harlem, okay, I finally finished it. <laughs> Not that you went from the impeachment <laughs> to TV wow. show on Netflix. Wow. <laughs> Not a bad turn. She said, oh, that's going to be going on forever. Yeah, Don't yeah. worry about whatever, that. Whatever. Godfather <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. of Harlem, Mr. Forrest Whitaker. Is Thank it good? you. It's doing oh. it. It is so it is, good. It's good, Tom, but it's, I'm on episode two. So. Yeah, oh. I've only watched four or five, I think. No, you got to watch all ten. Okay. I'm going to watch it this weekend. Yeah, I've sure. watched all <laughs> of them. You, you watched all of them too, huh? Yeah. Oh, you, I'm, I'm for sure behind it's that. So when did he good. ever finish a season before us? When that Yeah. Happened? It's so good. That's why. Girl, I, <laughs> I, can't told, I told y'all about it. No, you no, did. No, I told, we told no, you about it. I told you about it. I watched it. She no, she told, told me, and then I watched uh-huh. all of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's so there. good, guys. You guys have got to catch up. You have to. It's so good. Right. We love Forrest Whitaker. So yes, we Mr. I don't know what y'all yeah, yeah, doing, yeah. man. Who ain't seen that? Stay right there. Stay <laughs> right there. <laughs> <laughs> Finally did something. Yeah, totally right. bad, too. All right. Anyway, congratulations to Forrest Whitaker because that show is phenomenal. And coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, Steve's favorite segment. We're going to do a little bit of Ask Steve right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it's time for Steve's favorite segment. You know what it is. It's Ask Steve, where we get to ask Steve questions. He answers them. And uh, I would like to ask you, Steve, at this point, to please keep your answers as short as possible so we can get more <laughs> questions in. Good luck with that. Yeah. yeah. And once again, you can ask all you want. <laughs> I asked no, Donald start. Trump not to be president, but he is. <laughs> So you can't get everything so you, you want. So you can't get everything you want. Right, right, right. <laughs> right, what you want. Yeah, it just happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, <clears throat> Steve, we're, we're starting out. You ready? What's your favorite room yeah. in the house? Okay. What's your favorite room mm. in the house? The kitchen or the bathroom. bedroom? No, kitchen or bedroom. What? You have to choose between those, <laughs> the those <bathroom>. two. <laughs> it's well, not I'm in sorry. there. <laughs> kitchen well, bath- or the bedroom? <laughs> Bathroom ain't in there? No, sir. <laughs> I'm disappointed. <laughs> this, this ain't working out for me. Your choices, huh? And to be exact, the toilet area. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> All right, come on, Junior. You got a yeah. question. Uh, so the cho- is the quick kitchen or the bedroom? Yes, those are the Did choices. You yes, your favorite room. Well, then it, w- it would be the bedroom. Bedroom. Mm-hmm. Care to elaborate? No. Or, or well, you know, because when I'm not sleeping, I'm trying to get put to sleep. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, boy. come on, yeah, dog. boy. <laughs> Go ahead, Jimmy. All right, Thank you, Steve. <laughs> All right uh, so you know, last week you went on a rant about the movie Joker. Uh, you didn't, you didn't really care for Joker. You know, you didn't really care for the movie Joker. Worst damn movie of the year. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I want to ask you, uh, if you was a superhero, what would be your superpower? Mm. To be invisible. Oh, oh I like it. Mm, I like one. it. Yeah. 
And why? Why is that? You know how many people I want to just walk up to and just haul off and slap their ass? (laughs) (laughs) And they wouldn't know it was you. <laughs> Me too. Mm-hmm. I do oh, that. dog! I don't want to be able to fly. None of that. I don't you don't fly. Care. Jump Me off too. tall building. I don't give a damn about going underwater for eight days. I ain't gotta do none of that. Mm-hmm. If I could just walk up to you, you see us me then blink and become invisible and slap your ass and walk <laughs> off and then blink back on and you saw it was me? Oh, God. Thank you, mm-hmm. Lord. Come on, Carla. You mm-hmm. got a question for Steve. We're doing Ask Steve. All right, Steve. If you could change one thing about your upbringing, what would it be? I didn't get no whoopers. Oh, yeah. When we all love that. Who you are, though? Life without beatings. (laughs) Right. Yeah, well. Ooh, we got beat. Yeah, well, damn Mm -hmm. that, though. Mm -mm. You want to see that? Well, then, Tommy, I'd have just been somebody else then. (laughs) Kids kids today don't know how good they have it. Yeah. All right, Tommy. Mm -hmm. What's your question? I don't know. I'm just just kidding about the spanking. That that ain't the one that I would have done. I wouldn't have picked spanking, really, but. I just thought for comedy oh. purposes it would have made sense, but mm. not really. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, well what's your answer yeah. then? I don't know. I think probably, you know, probably I don't. I'm not, I'm not short like really I didn't. I didn't think I had to be, I don't think I had to be as po. <laughs> you had a choice. Come on, came in another, came yeah, in a little you know. high. Yeah, you know, middle you know, class. I ain't, I ain't mind. I ain't mind a little bit of poverty, but yeah, but you know, but what we was doing though was damn. <laughs> but look at you now. I look at you. you now. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, come that on, was 100 nephew. right there. Mm-hmm. All right, I got one. This one been on my mind because I'm just curious. When a black woman can make a man move out of his grandmama's castle, renounce his throne, move to Canada. Mm-hmm. What did she say? What did this black woman say? No, it ain't what she said. <laughs> no, it's not what she said. Mm-hmm. What is it? It ain't got nothing to do with what she said. Right. <laughs> it's, it's what she say after she did what she did. What did she did? <laughs> what did she do, Steve? <laughs> what all of them do? Make it radio friendly. In the mm-hmm. words of my daddy, put on you. That'll do it. Yeah, yeah. put on you. His grandmama, bye. That's, that's uh, one word. Let put me tell you something. And it's and it's this is one word. P U T O N Y A. Put on you. <laughs> like a name. Like uh-huh. someone's name. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. All right. That's the answer, huh? This is kind of a, a similar question, but uh, I wanted to ask you, Steve, how would your life be different if you were born white? Oh, white Steve? Man, I couldn't. White I put, Steve? You know what, white Steve. That's an impossible question. You can't, you can't be a white Steve Harvey. 
You just can't. No. It's too much. It's too much richness. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, I've done. You, you can't. First of all, you will be dead. Let's just Why are you start be dead? Because of all the stuff he's saying. There's uh-huh. no way you could have lived 63 years as a white man and been where I've been and said what I said. Thank you. <laughs> it's impossible. It's no way. Do you know the stompings you would have had to take? You can't yeah. be no white me. <laughs> you know the stuff I done said? You know the places I done been and said it? Mm. You gotta be kidding, man. Oh, I done man. been in the deep, dark, dirty parts of the hood talking trash. Can't do that, man. I've enjoyed my life. One of my great joys of my life has been being black. Okay. Okay. Man. All right, All right you answered. Joy that, I've man. had in that. <laughs> <gasps> Thank you, Jesus. All right, coming up. Thank you. The nephew in the building with Run That Prank Back. (laughs) That's coming up right after this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour entertainment news, we're going to tell you about music's biggest night, the 62nd Annual Grammy Awards this Sunday, uh, hosted by Alicia Keys. And there's also drama with the Grammys, including ugly allegations with a lawsuit pending. We'll get into that. Uh, we'll talk about all these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? Your wife is fine as hell. <laughs> this is crazy. God, <laughs> Your wife fine as hell. <laughs> Call up God. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to take long to go fine. off. You can't just talk about the man wife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One more time. Your wife fine as hell. <laughs> Woo! Run it, cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Daryl. Yeah, this is Daryl. Who is this? Hey, Daryl, how you doing? My name is Alonzo, man. I, um... Work for a uh, liquor distributing company. I, I do uh, dist- uh, liquor distribution. How you doing today? Um, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good, man. What, what can I do for you? Hey, we're, we're we're putting together a big big event, man, with uh, vodka, and Uh-oh. they're throwing a they're throwing a huge pool party. And like I say, I've been I'm in the liquor business, man. I've been doing it for for quite some years now, and you know we're always trying to do different type of uh, publicity and really get the hype up. And what we're trying to do, man, is is really get people to come out to this fashion party because it's the first quarter of 2020. We want it to be a one to remember. And uh, oh, I know. So you're trying to invite me out there? No, 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 no. You're. I, I I go to the bank. I go to the bank where your where your wife works at, Kendra. And okay, what we're trying to do is have. I mean, we want our flyer and slash poster to be something really, really memorable, something that's going to really draw people in. And, you okay. know, gonna have this, this thing's going to be all over social media, the whole nine yards. So we're trying to see, I, you know, I, a buddy of mine told me that he kind of knew of you or had a had a, a number on you. And I was like, cool, let me reach out to him. He, he told me you were Kendra's husband. So I want Yeah, to I am a husband. So I don't understand what my wife's got to do with this whole thing. Okay, what I'm trying to do is see if you were cool with, Kendra being on our flyer, man. I mean, because your wife is fine as So we want to put her on the flyer. And, whoa, and, whoa, and, whoa. And, uh, what you mean my wife is fine as What the? What you mean? By, what, 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 you going to call me up and talk about my wife, man? The f*** is wrong with the, you? But, 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 brother, 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 it's, it's, it's a respect thing, dog. I'm giving you, I'm giving you props. It's props, man. I'm okay, giving you props. Well, spit out what you need, man, because it don't sound right. Dude, we're trying to get your wife. We want to get her through a photo shoot. In a bikini, so we can put it. Whoa, on whoa, the whoa! Hell no! You ain't using my wife in no bikini to put on no 
motherfucking flyer. You out your damn mind? That's my wife, man. Respect me. What's wrong okay, with okay, you? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, hold on, man. Hold on, man. Why are you tripping like this, bro? Why because are you tripping like my this? my wife. My wife ain't gonna be in no damn no flyer for no party, man. What the f*** you think this is? What the f*** wrong with you? Okay, bro, bro. You know what, man? I tried to call you and get you to respect. I mean, I... I it don't sound like it. I, well, well, okay, look. I, I didn't call for no argument. I just I just talked to Kendra when I go to the bank tomorrow and see if she want to do it. Oh, you, oh, you going to go to my wife's job at the bank? That's what you're going to do? Okay. I'm just, go ahead and go I'm, I'm down just, there, because I'll be there, too, and I'm going to make a deposit with my foot in your ass. Go ahead. Okay, okay, hold on, man. We we paying we paying five thousand dollars for the photo session. Okay? I don't care what the f you paying. No amount of money's gonna let me put my wife, the mother of my children, on no poster in no bikini. I don't care how much you paying. Kiss my ass before I let you do that. Okay, okay, bro. Okay, so listen, Daryl, I ain't gonna really go back and forth with you, man. I was calling you trying to be a man. I feel the same way. Okay, well, I, I'm trying to be man-to-man -man with you and just, you know, throw the opportunity at you. I, I'm, I'm, now you're throwing it back at me with, with disrespect. I mean, opportunity on, for my wife to be a thought? Nah, f no, I don't want none of that. Okay, man. No, your wife's fine as hell. People are Whoa, people. you need to quit telling me how fine my wife is. Okay. Who the f*** gave you my phone number in the first place? I do, okay? do. I got, uh, hey, man, the, uh, evidently, that's all null and void at this point, all right? That don't oh. even matter at this point. The, boy, the, hey, okay. issue on the, the issue on the table is I want to take some pictures of Kendra. Let me know when you plan on going to my wife's job at the bank. Let me know when you're going to bring your black ass down there so I can be there, okay? Nobody calls another brother up talking about how fine his wife is, okay? I told you no. Now, you should have just stopped right there, but you're going to keep on talking about my wife. Okay, so let me say this, dog. Tommy is the one that said your wife was fine as hell. That's the one... Brought all this to our attention at the meeting. Tommy is the one that said your wife was fine as hell, dog. Tommy? Who the f is Tommy? Tommy said your wife is fine as hell. That's what that's Well, Tommy what can get his ass too. Who is Tommy? You Don't you take your wife to work in the morning? Let me know when you're going to bring your black ass down there. Okay. And? Now, what y'all be, be listening to on the way to work? What radio we, station y'all be listening to? We be listening to... <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Damn! This nephew Tommy, baby. See Harvey Morton. Yo, yo, what? Tommy! You ain't about to get your ass booked. Hey, man. Your wife Kendra got me to prank you, bro. Wait till I see. Right? Right? Your, exactly. your wife is fine as hell, ain't too far? 
No, yeah. that's right there where we need to be. To her That's husband. actually, is, is that not a compliment? Exactly. Man, golly, dog. Mm. I mean, you can talk to somebody yeah. and say, and his I, wife I want you to it. continue down this road that <laughs> Why? you're taking Why, in 2020. Because this going to be the year right here. Just stay right where you at. It's a nice start for 2020. You're talking to men about their uh, talking to men about their wives. This is the perfect start to 2020. I promise you, know, you won't see 20. That brings me to another question. <laughs> Since we just finished Ask Steve uh, not too long ago, can I just ask you one question? How long should you date somebody before you meet their spouse? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so stupid. I'm going to do that one more time. How long should oh, you date somebody uh-huh. before you meet their spouse? Oh, yeah. Now, you are, they always days. say, ask Steve. I'm asking. Ask Steve. Yeah. Try to meet the man as soon as possible. That day. So you can get a clear understanding of what the hell fit now. <laughs> All right, listen. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, some entertainment and national news, and maybe even more Ask Steve right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Meek Mill, John Legend, and DJ Khaled are just a few of the artists who will be part of the all-star tribute to the late Nipsey Hussle at the 62nd Annual Grammy Awards this coming Sunday. Also, the night is shaping up to be one of the uh, one of music's most memorable nights. Performers include Lizzo, Aerosmith, Her, Camille Cabello, uh, Camille Cabello, and um, Uncle Charlie Wilson. Yes, yes, Lord. <laughs> Did you okay. hear me, Uncle Charlie? Okay, Grammys. <laughs> How much time you got? Yeah. I feel for whoever coming yes. next. Okay, Grammys, do you know? <laughs> okay, uh, Uncle Charlie Wilson, they're all set to perform on music's biggest night, the 62nd Annual Grammy Awards, Sunday night, hosted by Alicia Keys, live from Los Angeles. It'll be on CBS. CBS. Oh. I hope they give Charlie Wilson time. Ample time, yeah. Because if they give him time, he he they gonna go show himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he mm-hmm. is. No seriously. Yeah, yeah. It'll they be a moment. are about to understand what one of the best living performers really does. That's Charlie right. Wilson is one of the best living performers alive today. True. People have no idea, but they're gonna put that boy on a national stage, and I yeah. hope they give him time. It ain't just a snippet. Yeah, yeah. Because you know the Grammys don't yeah. really get Charlie Wilson. Yeah, no. you know. Right. Yeah. The Grammys don't. They yeah. don't really get him. Mm-hmm. They right. don't know right. that they will be showing one of the great living performers of our time. That's Why, right. But, you know, as long as they don't play him short, 45 Mm-mm. seconds, Mr. Wilson. No. Uh-uh. Yeah, don't and do he has a new single, Steve, that we're supporting called Forever Valentine. So I wonder, oh. like you said, is he just going to do that? song or is he going to do a whole Man. set? I would love to see a whole set at the Grammys with Charlie Wilson. You're right, Steve. Oh, they're not going to give Charlie Wilson no Man. set. I wish they would. Man. I wish they yeah. would. They'll learn so. something. Yeah, yeah You're going to meet somebody. Yeah, right. Yeah. They better keep this lineup just like Shirley Reddit. <laughs> with Charlie the headliner <laughs> closing it out. And Don't let him go Charlie before you. Wilson, okay? Right. Let him right. go before you. Uh-huh. With and, mm. and and with his voice. Damn. Because I don't oh, know goodness. no dude. I don't know no dude that they could put in front of him today that can out sing it. I don't know him. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll be watching. Yeah. Talk Who? about a living legend. Who? Yeah. Somebody legend. tell me. 
What man could they put in front of him that's living that can out sing it? I don't know. I that, don't know. I, I mean, since you nothing come like to that, mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're now, right. he's a, up a there. A group performance. The Bruno Mars's group. Them some bad boys. Oh yeah. Them yeah. some bad oh, yeah. boys mm-hmm. right yeah. there. But but Charlie solo Wilson, artists. Yeah. And he's an original. No. I mean, he's uh, just such an no. original. You no. know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's no. They can't do. It's going to be a moment. Yep. I mean, you better it's not going say to be it. a life-changing you moment. Not. Ain't nobody. You, you uh-huh. go down the voice. Uh, so, American so Idol, say, ain't nobody. So you say Junior should be Lizzo, Aerosmith, her, Camilo Cabello, and then yeah. clear the stage yeah. <laughs> for wait Uncle Charlie hold, Wilson. Hold, hold, wait, wait, wait. Name, name them people on, again. Lizzo, Aerosmith, yeah. her, Legends. Camilla Cabello, yeah. And then mm-hmm. Uncle Charlie Wilson. That's right. That, that, line, that better do that one. Anything well, else is going to be know. a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. a disaster. Better make sure it's all white audience. That's yeah. all I can tell you. And he going to get them too. <laughs> and he going to get them too, huh? Oh, they love Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's it. Uh, <laughs> good luck, Grammys. <laughs> all right, Steve, time now for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. This is Ann Tripp with the news. And yesterday's Senate impeachment trial, prosecutors from the House sought to outline what they say was Donald Trump's corrupt scheme to abuse his power and obstruct the Congress. Uh, Congressman Jason Crow says the whole case, uh, the reason for the two articles of impeachment, based on Trump's alleged pressuring of Ukraine's president into investigating his expected rival for the reelection bid, uh, Joe Biden, and also Biden's son, by withholding badly needed military aid. And Representative Crow says Trump was deliberate with it. The president personally made this decision even after his own appointed advisors warned him that it wasn't in our country's interest to withhold the aid. After overwhelming support in this Senate and against longstanding policy even in his own administration. By the way, Crow is reportedly one of the congresspersons who pushed hard with Nancy Pelosi to start an impeachment investigation. The president's lawyers now, by the way, get to tell his side of the story later this week. Each side, you know, has 24 hours. I told you that a couple of days ago. Spread out over days, though, to present their case. And leading House manager Adam Schiff says he knows that's a tedious amount of testimony for the American people to wade through. But Schiff said while it may be overwhelming, it's necessary. I recognize there will be times during the trial that you may long to return to the business of the Senate. The American people look forward to the same, but not before you decide what kind of democracy that you believe we ought to be. The Trump administration reportedly preparing to expand his travel ban by adding restrictions to seven additional mostly Muslim countries and a formal announcement to be made on Monday. That will be the third anniversary of the Donald's original travel ban. Word is the new restrictions will target Nigeria, Sudan, Tanzania, Eritrea, Myanmar, Kyrgyzstan, and Belarus. At the same time, BuzzFeed and Vox report that a draft of a State Department cable marked sensitive but unclassified suggests that there are going to be guidelines going into effect to keep pregnant illegal immigrants from coming to this country on short-term visas to have their babies so their babies are U.S. citizens. Black and brown English citizens finally speaking out in articles and on the radio and TV about what they said was the mostly racist coverage given to Meghan Markle. Even actors like Hugh Grant said, enough is enough. I'm rather on Harry's side, I have to say. I think if, you know, the, the tabloid press effectively murdered his mother. Now they're tearing his wife to pieces. I think as a man, it's his job to protect his family. So I'm, I'm with him. And when they say in those articles, a close friend says or a palace insider, there's no such person. 
Yeah, no such person. He's speaking to Andy Cohen, by the way. Finally, you know, Wendy Williams is officially unhitched now. She and her husband Kevin split last year when she found out he had a child with his mistress. Wendy's selling their Jersey mansion. The proceeds will be divided down the middle. She gets the couple's joint bank account, a total ownership now of Wendy Williams Productions. So what can I say? She's single. Single, single. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, some trending food news. We are here. We here at the Steve Harvey Morning Show love food, all of us. But uh, there are a lot of foods we think are from other countries that are actually invented in the good old USA. And those are uh, some of the most famous ones like fortune cookies invented right here. Yeah, it was actually invented in San Francisco by a Japanese American baker. Mm -hmm. Did y'all know that? Did you know that, Steve? I did. Fortune cookies taste good. They don't taste good. I like them with uh, chocolate, <laughs> white chocolate uh, on them. Mm-hmm. Then they're good. Oh, I didn't know they were like good. Fortune cookies ain't overseas. They don't they have don't. Shirley, Shirley, excuse me. White uh-huh. chocolate is the worst thing you could put in your body. I absolutely know that, but it tastes real good. That's all wow. I'm saying. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I thought okay. from you a very wonderful health reason, and you just destroyed it. I know that. No, I, I do. didn't eat any damn one. Yeah, I don't eat it now, but yeah, I used to, and it's delicious. Orange chicken. How about that one? That's good. Yeah. yeah. It was created in Hawaii in 1987 by Panda Express chef uh, Andy Kao. Or Kao. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Wow. Sure yeah. I didn't know that chicken. either. I ain't gonna lie. Steve, it's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Who came up with them noodles at Crush Station? Who came up with them? <laughs> Get ready for them. Okay. They did. I know. They Garth did. The can't copy it. German chocolate cake. Came German. My mama. My mama. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> my mama. It has. I don't nothing. know who made it before. I don't, I don't know who made it before. Uh-uh. Ain't nobody make it like her though. Ilos Vera Harvey, greatest piece of German chocolate cake mm. on the planet. Wow. I have to. I have Earth. to go with him on this. German chocolate. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but anyway, it has nothing to do with Germany. Uh, it's because of its name, Samuel German, that it's called yeah. German chocolate. Well, we, cake. Black people did perfected it. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that coconut. Hello. Yeah. 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 Well, we don't know what that first like. <laughs> We've had a lot taken from us, though. So, hey, I'm ride it out. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Over right, cake. So we took, you, we took cake. your cake, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I love it, Tommy. We love German chocolate cake. All right, English muffins. Uh-huh. English muffins. They're from England. Not from England? Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. They were actually invented in New York City in 1984 by English mm. immigrant Samuel Bath Thomas. They were, orig- they were originally girl, called Girl, this list ain't nothing. Let me give you some real dishes that was created right here in America. Okay. Mm. Come on, what you got? Chitlins. Yes, <laughs> work it out, boy. Yeah. Whether they want to be or not. Fried Spam. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hot oh, dogs in pork and beans. <laughs> yeah, it's an American dish. <laughs> All right, uh, there you have it. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour impeachment hearings, Marathon continues. We'll tell you about the sleepy senators who fell asleep during the trial <laughs> right after this. It was all night long. <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Well, the marathon of the Senate impeachment trial is a very long one. Yesterday, we saw opening arguments, and President Trump's counsel had 24 argues to argue uh, 24 hours, excuse me, to argue their case. Members of the Senate had 16 hours to ask questions and vote on whether they want to call any witnesses. Now, this impeachment trial is all day and all night long. Uh, we noticed the sleepy senators. Uh, first to doze off was Republican senator from Idaho, Jim Risch. Uh, he cradled his head in his hands and shut his <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Steve, the only thing was missing was a head wreck. <laughs> <laughs> My man was knocked out. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see people do that at church for many days right there. <laughs> he shut his eyes. <laughs> Then Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell closed his eyes several times and his body started to lean forward. But he caught himself and then just jolted back. I wasn't asleep. I'll tell you right now, I wasn't asleep. Democratic Senator Kristen uh, Gillibrand uh, dozed off and then uh, startled herself and started writing something. <laughs> <laughs> then, she, then she got up and walked out for a minute, had to get herself to get better. Okay. Yeah. She went outside to get a peppermint. So. Yeah. <laughs> My girl was knocked out. Steve, I already know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it for the people who don't. Have you ever Please. fallen asleep at work during an important meeting? Uh-uh. He ain't got to answer that. Me and you can answer. Yes. Vegas. What year uh-huh. was it? <laughs> what oh, year was it? I don't know. I don't remember the year, Tommy. We was in his don't booth, though, for his suit. No, we were on the Man, air live. Know all that. We were on the air live, interviewing. On the yeah. air live. Upstairs. Upstairs yeah. in the booth. Yes. <laughs> Steve had the microphone in his hand. All of a sudden... Hoops downstairs, we upstairs. Yes. All of a sudden, we heard this big... <laughs> the mic and the... him fell over. He was on the air? Sleep. Junior. But Tommy, remember, 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 Tommy, he didn't have any shoes on. He was leaned back. He had some shoes on. Rubbing his feet together in his socks. Are you black as hell? I can see. Junior. And then two, and then two white folks toes. showed up, Junior. <laughs> junior, 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 when I woke up, them two white men, we was interviewing them. When, when that mic hit the floor and startled me, and I looked at them, and I didn't have that mic in my hand, I thought they were FBI agents. He didn't know where he was. You were so sleepy. Uh, I thought that floor. my past had finally caught up to me. Uh, I said, uh, oh, Jesus. Wait a minute, uh, don't tell me you was at the tables all night. Uh, Junior, well, you know, in Vegas, I was rolling. Oh. Junior, I was killing them. And then we had to be I at think work, I told Junior. Shirley and them I was up about 26,000. Uh, yeah. Whoa. Like so that. I was, was rolling. Yeah. So, yeah. so I couldn't come. So I gambled all the way <laughs> to 3 a.m. It was time you're... to go on the air. We had to go to work at 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> Vegas so time. I left the table at 240. Rolled down there, got on the ad three. Them you two had white men white came in for their interview. You had on that white alpaca coat because it was a little chilly in there, and I think you had on a white hat. Uh-huh. And but no shoes yeah. though, Junior, just socks rubbing his feet together. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, Let your toes hey, Junior. <laughs> you rub your big toes together. <laughs> you no, in there. See, Junior. See, see, Junior, my feet was tired because 
I had been at that crab table all night. Standing up. Standing up. Yep. And yeah. the gators were starting to pinch. The gators get heavy. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh yeah. man, it's crazy. I've never heard this, Lord. So uh, now when we watch uh, the impeachment hearings, we're going to look yes. at Steve. I'm going to be thinking we about the, the whole visual. time. Oh. Man, we used to go hard in Vegas, man. And he oh, said that oh. Mike hit the floor. He looked at the like two FBI agents sitting there. <laughs> wow. The things of doing the MGM, man. When that, when that Mike hit the floor, I didn't know who these two white dudes were. <laughs> I they like were agents and they were coming to talk to me. <laughs> So go embarrassing. To, I, uh, I said that a lot back then, Carla. Go go to Steve Harvey <laughs> FM on Instagram or Facebook to make your comment. And uh, coming up next, nephew Tommy is in the building with today's prank phone call. Coming up right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today's subject. I'm doing wifey things without a ring. That is the subject, okay? But right now, nephew, here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? Well, might want to hold tight now. What? Y'all ready? Come Go on. Go ahead. MAGA! Make America great again. That's oh. the prank. Uh-uh. Make America great again. All right. Might want to pull over. This is 2020, baby. Here I go. During impeachment time, too? Yeah, yeah, right in the middle of it. That's right, I am. Mm -hmm. You won't be falling asleep on this, that's for sure. No, not at all. (laughs) Here we go. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Jason uh, Jason Murphy. Yeah, this is him. What's going on? Hey, how you doing? My name is Carl Broussard. I'm giving you a call. Um, We're actually reaching out to several people, trying to see, um, you know, which way people are actually voting for this coming election. I'm with African-Americans who want to make America great again, and we want to see if we can count on you to vote Republican this coming election. (laughs) No, no. Republican? Like for Donald Trump? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, there's quite a few of us African-Americans out here who are fond of the Republican Party. And, you know, we're we're reaching out. We're doing quite a you know, making phone calls and wanting to see can we count on certain people to be at the polls with us. You can't count on me? No, I'm not about to be an Uncle Tom. No, I'm not voting for Donald Trump. That's not going to make you an Uncle Tom, sir. That just means that you, you like the Republican Party and you support what they're doing. Yeah, I, don't, well, I, don't, I, don't support, I don't support racism. So, like, as a black dude, why would I vote for someone who doesn't have my interest? Like, no, I'm not voting for Trump. How do you even get my number? Who would even think? No. Calm down. You know, maybe I can persuade you to think and look at it in a different light. You know, the Republican Party, they're doing some great things. They're doing some great things for African-Americans. Uh, employment is up. I mean, you, you got to look at the positive side of things. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, you, not only that. You don't even sound like you believe that. You sound like you're reading the script right now. Like, do you even believe that? Well, Jason, let me tell you this. Not only that, you know, if we can count on you, if I can get your verbal that we can count on you, we're also going to send you a T-shirt and a Make America Great, uh, great Again hat. You know, we're going to send you that. <laughs> What the f*** I look like wearing a Make America Great hat in my neighborhood with a goofy-ass T-shirt? I'm not about to... No! Are you trying to bribe my vote with a T-shirt and a stupid hat? All I'm saying is, man, I'm re- we're reaching out to African-Americans across the country, and we're just Yeah, you keep saying who- that, but, like, you're not going to get the black vote just because you're black. Like, that, they're not... No, like, that's not how that works. I'm not voting for Donald Trump. 
have you given it a chance? Have you thought about it? Have you? Have no, you I haven't thought about it. I know I'm not voting for Donald Trump. I don't know who is in the ballot. I don't know who's going to be election. I know when I get into the voter booth, if I see Donald Trump's name, I'm not checking it. I'm not marking it. I'm not circling it. I ain't voting for the man. Okay. So you don't want the hat? I'm doing a hat. No, I don't want your stupid hat. I can order a hat. I don't want a hat with, with Donald Trump's stupid name. No. Like, do you not get that? I'm not voting for Donald Trump. But, I mean, it's a real popular hat, though. I think you'd like that. <laughs> you know you got to be with me. I'm not, I don't give a about this stupid hat, dude. Like, do you not get that? A hat, is, is that, that's your selling point. You're trying to sell okay. me on Donald Trump, and your selling point is a fucking hat. You, you know what? I knew this was bullshit. I knew I was going to answer this damn phone number. I never answer phone numbers from people I know. You really, man? How much are they paying you to sit here and call other black people and try to sell them on Donald Trump? Like, man, you're the dude in the back of Donald Trump, the one black dude in the audience that's sitting there with your goofy-ass hat on trying to make America great again. This is a bullshit. I don't know why I even answer this damn phone. Okay, sir. All I'm trying to do is get you to broaden your your your, your vision on this whole thing. I want you to Man, see that. I'm 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 done. Like I, you're goofy as hell, and I hope they're giving you a fat check for this stupid shit that you're doing because this is ridiculous. Okay, well you know, uh, to be honest with you, man, I thought that you would like the hat. I thought you would like the shirt. You know, I think that you're not giving it a fair shot. You know, I think you're just listening to all the the naysayers out there because honestly, bro, you're not you're not giving it a shot, man. There's some blacks out here. That, that, that want to make America great again. We wear the hat with pride. We wear the shirt with pride. We need to rally up more of our people and let, let them understand that, you know, the Republican is not a bad part. You know dude, get the f- dude, get the fuck off my phone. You're literally, your selling point is a damn hat and a T-shirt. You've mentioned those hats and T-shirts 19 times. I, 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 I talk about the hats because I'm fond of the hats, okay? I wear them all the time, all right? So I'm just trying to, and I'm just trying to get you to look at, at Trump in a different light and look at the whole... Republican Party in a different light. You know what I mean? That's all I want you to do. I'm not voting for Donald Trump. Unless you're about to send me a check, I'm not voting for Donald Trump. I'm not. Okay. Whatever he's paying you, pay me that, and then I might think about wearing that stupid hat, but I'm not voting for Donald Trump. So just call whatever other black person's on your list. Talk, call Tyrone or Tashika, whoever else is next, and pander to them. F*** you. Like, Donald Trump. F*** him for starting this war setting our kids over to Iraq and shit, that and everyone else the list that you have for the people that you have calling and take me off this goofy ass with that stupid hat I got a room full of hats and I'll be damned if I'm aware that stupid ass red one so matter of fact take my number and draw a big X through it and don't call me no more with your because I'm done Donald Trump, okay, okay. The hat. Sir, sir, sir you were recommended by Tommy he said you would be on board well, what the f- Tommy? Who's Tommy? But you, you don't you don't remember. Uh, Tommy said that you would be on board. He said you would wear the shirt. He said you would wear the hat. He said that you would probably, you know, stand behind Trump in the next rally. He, okay, he, well, he's Tommy the, don't know what the f- he's talking about because I'd be damned. I don't know no f- named Tommy. I'm not wearing no f- I'm not wearing that hat. I'm not voting with this man. So take me off the list and stop with me. Like, I'm done. Donald Trump is not getting my f- vote. So wh- whatever Tommy told you was some bullshit. Okay. Uh, do you want to talk to Tommy? Sure. Why not? Where's Tommy? Who's Tommy? Where's Tommy? This is Tommy. I'm Tommy, baby. Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Jason, <laughs> you just got pregnant. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Dude, you got me so hot in this parking lot, man. 
Man, I, oh, man. I, really, I really didn't think you was going to pick up, but, you know, I got you, baby. I got you. So, Dang, I, I never answer unknown calls, dude. I never do. So check this out. So you work with a, with this white guy named Brian. You know Brian Henry, right? I do know Brian. Brian got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> man. Okay. Dang. So, he got man. I don't, I I don't know what man. I don't know what the temperature is in your office in your workspace, but Brian said you gotta call my guy. <laughs> okay. All right. So white people got jokes now. All right. No. They just called Tommy on me. You know what? Nah, man. It's no. Nah, it's, it's on though, right? Because if I would, I'm gonna have someone call them about some Democratic <laughs> and see how they take it. <laughs> all white people, if any white people at my job are listening to this right now, because I know you guys are laughing at the office right now listening to this, just know I got y'all. I'm getting all y'all back. That's for sure. Uh, all right, tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? Man, Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't want no hat? You sure you don't want no hat? <laughs> Man, nah, hell nah, I don't want no damn hat. <laughs> I just couldn't get him to get to, to he didn't want the hat, you know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't understand. I didn't, Come on, man. I thought he would have wanted the hat, want you know? no blankety-blank hat. Hat. <laughs> <laughs> God, oh. that was certainly a butt whooping if you were face-to-face. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Play too much. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's uh-huh. a butt yeah, yeah. Well, it ain't going to happen this weekend. This weekend, Junior, Sunday night, I'm at the Improv in Houston, Texas. Yes, third annual post office night. I'm with my boys. Yeah. That's Alisa Deacon, Dave Lawson, and we're putting mm-hmm. it down for the post office. That's All right? Yeah, yeah. That's what we're doing. I know my lesson now, you behind know. ain't going to be there, though. I don't know that. <sighs> Congratulations, Dave and Ali. <laughs> okay. All right, we got to get out of here. Thank you, nephew. His feelings up, hurt. I know. Coming up next, it is the Strawberry Letter subject, I'm doing wifey things without a ring. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, Please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Subject, I'm doing wifey things without a ring. Dear Stephen Shirley, my boyfriend and I have been dating for three years and we moved in together with a plan to get married and start a family. I'm 30 years old and he is 25. After a year and a half of living together, he bought me an engagement ring and I found out because he was dropping hints about it. Then one day in November, he admitted to me that he had bought the ring, but he's not as happy in this relationship as he should be. He told me that he's having doubts about marrying me. I asked him what made him feel that way. He told me that uh, they were minor things, but I needed to work on them before we got engaged. He told me that he would like for his dinner to be ready when he gets home on the day that I'm off work. He says he does not want me to wait until he gets home to ask what he would like to eat. He also said that I don't send him as many nudes as I used to. I told him I could work on the cooking thing, but I stopped sending nude pics to him because I had gained a few pounds and wasn't feeling very sexy most days. He said other than that, everything was fine with us. I couldn't help but think there was something more. 
that is bothering him. He has made a few other suggestions to me about things I should do to make him feel like the man of the house, and each time he says they will make me a better wife. Well, I'm not playing the role of wifey without a ring on my finger, and he does not understand that. I've been walking on eggshells to keep him happy because I want my ring, and I want to marry him. As time goes by, I'm starting to have a change of heart. I'm doing wifey things without a ring. I feel like he's up to something, and he's playing games because he's not ready to commit. Should I give him an ultimatum, or should I be patient and let things progress? Well, I mean, it depends on really, really what you want. You say you want your ring and you do want to marry him. Uh, so I say do what you feel and you feel something. You say he's having doubts and uh, you think he's playing games and he's not ready to commit. That could be what it is. I mean, he could be, you know, getting cold feet or deciding since you guys are li living together that he doesn't have to marry you. <clears throat> he can get you to do all these things without you know, the benefit of marriage or whatever. I mean, I agree with you. You shouldn't be doing wifey things without the benefits. So how about this? Why don't you stop? Why don't you stop doing those things? Um, that means uh, a lot of things. It could mean moving out. It could mean, you know, you guys separating for a while. It could mean putting him out. Uh, but if you truly want to marry him and you want your ring, do you want just want the ring and the marriage? Or do you, I mean, the wedding? Or do you really know what it takes to be a you know, to be married to him. Uh, him telling you, <laughs> wait a minute, is this the 1950s? I want my dinner ready <laughs> when Ain't I get cold home. Enough. <laughs> Girl, please. <laughs> I want my dinner. <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> That's Mr. from the color purple. That's yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, um, anyway, you know, you're you're 30. He's 25. It sounds like, um, you know, he's a little more old school and older uh, than his years allow, than his 25 years. So I, I just say this. If you really if that's really what you want from this man, sounds like he's starting to take this whole living together arrangement for granted. So you're going to have to make a move. You're going to have to make a move. If that means giving him, him an ultimatum, look, marry me or I'm out or, get you know, let's get engaged. Uh, you probably never should have moved in with him without becoming engaged and having a date and all of that. So now you got to backtrack and do that to make to let him know that you're serious about what you want. And then after that, you'll see how it goes. But, yeah, you're probably going to have to make a major move, like leave to get what you want. Steve? You know what? Uh, I feel sorry for this lady because this is so atypical. I know exactly what this is. So let me put you on game. Glad you called Uncle Steve. I know exactly what's happening. Your boyfriend and y'all been dating for three years, moved in together with the plan to get married, started a family. I'm 30, he's 25. Pump the brakes. That's part of the problem right there. You're a little bit older. You have a biological clock that's ticking. A man has no biological clock. He has a financial clock. And at 25, neither one of those have gone off yet. This is truth. His financial clock hasn't gone off yet, and he doesn't have a biological clock. Your biological clock is going crazy. So now you've moved in a man, moved in with a man that has different ideals than you do. Uh, you heard that he was gonna, he bought you an engagement ring, you find out because he was dropping hints. One day in November, he admitted to me that he had bought the ring, but he wasn't happy with the relationship as he should be. He told me that he was having doubts about marrying me. That surely has absolutely correct. It's called cold feet. I asked him what made him feel that way. He told me that there were minor things, 
but I needed to work on them before we got engaged. He told me that he would like for his dinner to be ready when he gets home on days that I'm off from work. He says he doesn't want me to wait till he gets home to ask him what he would like to eat. Let me show you exactly how minor that is. Here's a guy that expects you to have dinner ready when he gets home on the days that you're off work, which means you have a job also. He doesn't want to wait until he gets home to ask him what he would like to eat. So he thinks he's supposed to walk in the house at 25, slide his ass up on the table, and just start eating. Well, what are you supposed to do? Guess what he wants? So you did a very decent thing to ask him what he wants. He also said that you don't send as many nudes as I want as you two used to. I could work on the cooking, but I've stopped sending nude pictures to him because I had gained weight. No, you stopped sending nude pictures to him because y'all live together. <laughs> hell, he there every night. He sees it. The hell you need right. a picture of? This is stupid. Hang, hang. All right, I'll be back. I got hang. the rest of it. Okay, hang right there, Steve. Uh, part two of your response is coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Uh, subject of today's strawberry letter, I'm doing wifey things without a ring. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter subject. I'm doing wifey things without a ring. Oh, this is such an easy letter for me because, boy, lady, I feel for you. 30 years old, he 25, bought the engagement ring. Then he admitted that he had bought the ring, but he wasn't happy in the relationship. He was having doubts. Shirley nailed it on the head. It's called cold feet. I asked him what made him feel that way. He told me some minor things I needed to work on before we got engaged. So he told this woman he wants his dinner to be ready when he get home on days that I'm off work. And like I said earlier, which means that she works too. But he says he don't want to wait till he get home for she to ask him what he want to eat. Well, what is she supposed to do, dog? Guess what you want? That's the cool thing to do. Then he said... You don't send as many new pictures as I used to. I told him I could work on the cooking, but I stopped sending new pictures to him because I had gained a few pounds and wasn't feeling sexy most of the days. Hold on, lady. You live with him. It's why you're not sending as many nudes. He there every night. Take your own damn picture. <laughs> That's it, Steve. That's it. <laughs> what are you tripping with me for, dog? See, yeah. lady, he has turned this thing around on you. And what he's done is, the reason he doesn't understand what you're saying to him is because you're not helping him understand. You so desperately want this ring that you've allowed this man to turn this into all one-sided requests. Everything is what he wants you to do. What he wants pictures. He wants cooking. He wants food. He said other than that, everything was fine. I couldn't think, but that was... He said that I couldn't think, but he, that was something more than that bothered him. He made a few other suggestions to me about things I could do to make him feel more like the man of the house. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. First of all, the dude is not understanding this because you're not helping him understand. All this is is a bunch of one-sided requests. You can't be totally, 100%, completely adoring this boy. Is something wrong with him? But you ain't making no request of him. Your desperation for this ring is allowing you to let this man make all what's wrong with you. Ain't nothing wrong with him. He perfect. So you are trying to be engaged to Christ. That's the only thing I can think of. 
because that's the only perfect person out there ever lived on this earth, and he's not here yet. So now, why you got this boy propped up like he all of that when he came? Now, now you walk around on eggshells to keep him happy. What? Keep him happy? Here's the line in there. You got to do some things to make him feel like the man of the house. That's not your job. If he is the only man in the house and he don't feel like the man of the house, then what inadequacy does he have? If he don't feel like the man in the house, it's because you must be doing a lot of stuff that he know he should be doing, but he got all these requests heaped on you. Lady, as time goes by, I'm starting to have a change of heart. And you should. I'm doing wifey things without a ring. I feel like he's up to something and he's playing games because he's not ready to commit. He ain't ready to commit. He's not going to commit. And he got you thinking that the reason he's not going to commit because it's all your fault. He the one don't feel like the man of the house. What that got to do with you? <laughs> so here we go. Start cooking. What do you want, some cereal? Because <laughs> he's 25. <laughs> Come on, one breakfast. What y'all drinking? <laughs> Have a bowl of Lucky Charms waiting on his ass when he come in the house. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Cook old-ass food for him. Mm. Real old-ass food. Make him feel like, you know, a man's man. Have some chicken feet and just and just uh, crock pot with nothing but beans and rice in it. Cornbread. Mm. Old-ass meals. Come in the house. Have him some fried Spam sitting there with some tripe and some scrambled eggs. Cooking Mm-mm. some real old ass grown man meal. <laughs> like what? Yeah, like just coming there with some hot water cornbread and, and just some red eye gravy. No damn meat. No. <laughs> just make a pot of gravy and give him a straw. Tell him that's what we're eating today. Tell him gravy. <laughs> old country ass meal. Come home, ain't nothing but damn, just a bowl of slaw. <laughs> what? what? Slaw. All we have. Coleslaw? Yeah, yeah, just come in. There ain't nothing but some greens. Just greens. <laughs> That's it. All that old smoked turkey. Damn that. Ham hock. Yeah. Greens <laughs> with a big ass hock in it. Bowl of lima beans. Start feeding his ass like an old ass man. This is blood pressure. Lady. That's all yeah. my aunt liked Hell was yeah. the ham yeah, hock. Too. <laughs> the greens were in Lady. the way. Croquet. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with you. Is something wrong with him? Yeah. It's not you. And the second thoughts you're starting to have is because you're starting to realize you're walking on eggshells in your own house. Mm-hmm. That little boy ain't ready mm-hmm. to get married. And you're going to marry somebody that think he ain't a man because he's messed up about your age anyway because his mama has said a couple of things about it. Go on, send him on. You send him on. Right, little boy. Mm-hmm. Pack a lunch. Next time you go, got buy him a lunchbox with superhero. A happy meal. Uh-uh. <laughs> <With a> superhero. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I mean, listen. When he post come your... home, have a happy meal waiting on his ass. <laughs> post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter on uh, the podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 after the hour from the talk, it will be our girl and Republican Cheryl Underwood right after mm. this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Coming up at the top of the hour, it's Carla's reality update. But right now, our girl, please, Steve, introduce her. Cheryl Underwood. Y'all. Thank you, Steve Harvey. And I'm going to need you to do a little uh, little Steve Harvey deep voice for me and Junior. Get together on that date. You know, because we need a little very white. Mm-hmm. Coming up very soon, you're uh-huh. about to have the 38 million one of the world junior boys going to meet up with one of the old pros of the That's game. Right. That's right. That's right. I'm an old pro. That's right. I'm an old pro with Steve Harvey. So, ladies and gentlemen, this date is going to be Esther from Good Times. (laughs) No! No! And and what is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. (laughs) (laughs) It's a love fest. It's going to happen. (laughs) Matter of fact, Junior, I call it gravy because it's good the second day. Hey, <laughs> hope you like gravy. Hey, but wait, but while I'm uh, on, fantasizing Cheryl. over my life with Junior, can I just vent just a little bit, Carla yeah, and come Shirley? On. Talk to us. Got a need up? for them to take the damn impeachment off my TV and stop messing with my soap operas and my reality shows. Yeah. Don't nobody want to okay. see this foolishness. Listen, nobody want to see no neck. Uh, b- McConnell and, and all them suckers <laughs> over there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What happened? Nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see that. We already know what time it is. They tried to shake them down. They tried to shake down the Ukrainians. They would needed a bribe. Mm-hmm. Then they were trying to knock Joe Biden out the race. But uh, uh, smoking Joe Biden would be in the race. It's happening. Wait a minute. The most ignorant thing I heard when Hillary Clinton say. Don't nobody like Bernie Sanders. I'm like, yeah. damn. <laughs> no one wants to work with him. Nobody wants to work with him. She said like, she nobody never liked him. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Listen to me. I ain't never heard nothing like when white people talk against each other. It's ignorant. See, when black people do it, we cuss. You know what I'm saying? White people, nobody likes you. Nobody ever liked you. They didn't like you when you were little. I'm like, damn. Man, but Bernie Sanders, I mean, he all right. He all right. And then Bernie Sanders didn't even cry. He ain't got no feelings. You know what I'm saying? He don't even cry. But what I'm going to need them to do is take that damn impeachment. Stop doing gavel to gavel. Don't nobody care. We already know it's a hustle. We already know the dude ain't going to be put out of office. All we need to do is right. participate in the primaries and the caucusing. Partic- that's right, Shirley. Mm-hmm. We're going to participate in the primaries and the caucusing. Shirley, can I ask you a question? Yeah, ask me a question, Steve Harvest. Who do you think mm-hmm. is the three top candidates in the Democratic Party that could beat Trump? Joe Biden and Mayor Bloomberg, president and vice president. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's my ticket right there. You got to do old white man or old white man. And Bloomberg got that money in that pocket, son. That's who I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> got that big bank, son. You know, that's who I'm looking at. We got to go. Thank you, Cheryl. As always, we love you, girl. Coming up next, it's Carla's reality update at the top of the hour right after this. She actually did me. She just knocked it right out of my mouth, Cheryl. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Tommy, here we go. Introduce our girl. She is here. She's waiting. She's ready. Let's go. Let's go. She's here, Carla Farrell, with what reality update? All right. Thank you, nephew. Okay, guys, let's talk about it. Let's go with Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that first. Let's address the rumors. There's some rumors out there. I don't know if you guys heard about this, that NeNe Leakes is quitting the show, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Did you hear that? Yes, (laughs) girl. This is a a new rumor. 
Yeah, I love it, Julia. No! <laughs> I don't want her to quit. Why do we keep doing this? Yeah. Well, listen, listen. Wendy Williams on her talk show, she claimed that oh, she friends. got a text message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from Nene. They're real close friends mm-hmm. saying that she is leaving the Real Housewives of Atlanta. However, Nene posted a picture of herself on Instagram with the caption, Who said that? Hashtag shaking my head. So mm-hmm. you don't know what to believe with that. Oh, okay. So anyway, let's go and talk about the show. On the latest episode of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, the girls were hanging out. They're back from Toronto. Tanya said that Kenya left a package in Toronto and asked her to bring it back. And she did. And in the package, what Tanya was saying was that her fiance was like, look, we ain't being, bringing a package over you yeah. know, out of the country without knowing what it is. Exactly. So you need to open up this package, yeah, and see uh-huh. what it is. So in the package, there was a wig, hair wig. So, you know, Tanya is, I guess, she was telling all of the ladies this to pay her back from the shade that Kenya was trying to insinuate on the cool that Tanya's man flirted with another girl and oh. or she was cheating with this other yeah, woman. Okay. So Tanya tried to get her back by showing the ladies, yeah, your girl is rocking a wig while she up here spreading rumors about me and my relationship or insinuating this. She never said, Kenya never said Tanya, but she kept looking at her when she was talking about Mm -hmm. it. I thought that was really really foul about that. So anyway, that was wig gate. So now Kenya knows. Candy told Kenya and now she knows that this girl pulled out the wig and so now Kenya's on a roll to get her back. You know how Kenya is. She don't play. Mm, So And you know Marlo loved that moment. You know that because you know Kenya put shade on, you know, the whole thing when Marlo launched her wig line. Remember with the band and all right, that, the drum right. line that came in. So anyway, so Marlo loved that. So moving on, Portia and her fiance and Dennis, or the, Dennis, they are trying to keep their family together. Dennis met with Portia's mom and her sister Lauren. He invited his mom. He tried, he apologized to them for uh, infidelity, cheating. you know, cheating uh-huh. on Portia, uh-huh, breaking her heart, and he knows he has to earn their trust back. But now that's on the show but the other day Portia was on watch what happened live with uh watch what happens live with andy cohen and there are new rumors that Portia's man dennis was out at a diner at 4 a.m with some women so <laughs> what uh, is going you on you think just because so, it's 4 a.m ain't nobody gonna see you fool yeah <laughs> i know i know with a group of women so Portia's, oh, you know man. she's playing coy I mean, about Waffle all House, of this you think they're not gonna see you at the you Waffle know House. what i'm saying scattered oh, smothered and covered you think they ain't gonna see <laughs> you, you know what and i'm a little baby yeah, the little baby Pilar. So cute, so cute. So that's that. So, you know, Portia's asking everyone mm-hmm. to, you know, pray for her family. Pray, you know, she's still trying to work on her relationship and keep her family together. You know, they have a baby together. So we're rooting for you, Portia. Hopefully it can work out. And before we who run gonna, out of who time. Gonna wig, uh, who going to wear the wig that they broke her? But everybody wears wigs. Well, you what? know. I don't get it. Why that's such a big it's deal. It's not a big deal. I can not You know. Mm. But Kenya's all natural hair. That's her thing. So, oh, you know, they're okay. like, oh, but you rocking a wig, though. Oh, you know, it's that kind of thing. Oh, okay. But let me get to this before we run out of time. Let me tell you about the scripted TV show we love, Power. Who shot Ghost? We're narrowing it down. Okay, Whoa. so it wasn't Dre, up, right? I'm caught up. Oh, yes. Yeah. It wasn't Angela's sister, Pause. It wasn't her. And so now we just found out it was not Tommy. But Tommy killed Vinny, and then he shot and killed Spanky. Tommy killed Spanky. Yeah, Luda. yes. Luda. Yes. Well, good, but uh, yes. you know, 
California. Yes, that was it. Yes. All right, hit me up on social media at Lips by Carla. We got to get out of here. Talk about more of your favorite shows. Godfather we'll be back at 20 Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Forrest Whitaker. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Bernie Sanders has responded to Hillary Clinton. You know, she said no one likes him. Uh, take a listen <laughs> as he addressed. She said no one likes him. No one wants to work with him. He's a career politician. Uh, take a listen as he addressed reporters. Secretary Clinton said was about uh, your supporters and uh, criticizing them. All right, look, look, look. Secretary Clinton is entitled to, uh, you know, her point of view. Uh, my job today is to focus on the impeachment trial. Uh, my job today is to put together a team that can defeat the most dangerous president uh, in the history of the United States of America. Why do you think the secretary is still talking about 2016? That is a good question. Ask him. <laughs> Shade and clap back. <laughs> he handled it. He handled it. Yeah. Why are you still talking yeah. about That's a good question. Why don't you ask? <clears throat> right. He said, Meanwhile, I got to go to this impeachment trial and yes. see what's happening. <laughs> Lord. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Are they allowed this, to bring their uh, sleeping bags and stuff in there when they're going on all these <laughs> nights? Like well, you know what? I don't think that stuff. they. I really don't think that they expected to be in there all day and all night. I just, you know, who, yeah. who expected that? That's why they were falling asleep. Mm-hmm, the sleepy but senators. They, yeah, but they weren't going to let it go, you know, so they had Shout to Shout out stay. to Mitch McConnell, because he, he fell asleep and jolted that head back. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it's time for Steve's favorite segment. You know what it is. It's Ask Steve, where we get to ask Steve questions. He answers them. And uh, I would like to ask you, Steve, at this point, to please keep your answers as short as possible so we can get more <laughs> questions in. Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. And once again, you can ask all you want. I asked Donald Trump not to be president, but he is. So you can't get everything. So you can't get everything you want. Right, right, right. Right. Yeah, it just happens. All right. So, Steve, we're we're starting out. You ready? What's your favorite room in the house? The kitchen. Or the bathroom. bedroom. No. Kitchen or bedroom. What? You have to choose between those, oh, the those two. It's Why? not I'm in sorry. there. <laughs> Kitchen oh, or the bedroom. Bathroom ain't in there? No, sir. <laughs> I'm, I'm disappointed. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> this, this ain't working out for you. Your choices, huh? And to be exact, the toilet area. <laughs> Oh, goodness. <laughs> All right, come on, Junior. You got a yeah. question. Uh, so the, is the quick kitchen or the bedroom? Yes, those are the Did choices. You yes, your favorite room. Well, then it, it would be the bedroom. Bedroom. Mm. Mm -hmm. Care to elaborate? No. Or, or well, you know, because when I'm not sleeping, I'm trying to get put to sleep. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, boy. come on, yeah, dog. boy. <laughs> Go ahead, Junior. All right, All right. <laughs> All right uh, so you know, last week you went on a rant about the movie Joker. Uh, you didn't, you didn't really care for Joker. You know, you didn't really care for the movie Joker. Worst damn movie of the year. 
<laughs> but, but I want to ask you, uh, if you was a superhero, what would be your superpower? Mm. To be invisible. Oh, oh I like it. I like one. it. Yeah. That's and why? Good. Why is why? that? You know how many people I want to just walk up to and just haul off and slap their ass? <laughs> <laughs> and they wouldn't know it was you. <laughs> Me too. Mm-hmm. I do oh, that. dog. I don't want to be able to fly none of that. I don't you don't fly, care. jump off tall building. I don't give a damn about going underwater for eight days. I ain't got to do none of that. Mm-hmm. If I could just walk up to you, you see as me, then blink and become invisible and slap your ass and walk off and then blink back on and you saw it was me? Oh, God. Thank you, Lord. Come on, Carla. You got a question for Steve. We're doing Ask Steve. All right, Steve. If you could change one thing about your upbringing, what would it be? I didn't get no whoopers. Oh, yeah. When we That's all what love made that. You who you are, though. Life without beatings. <laughs> right. Yeah, well. Ooh, we got yeah, beat. Well, damn mm-hmm. that, though. Yeah. <laughs> you want to well, see that? Well, then, Tommy, I'd have just been somebody else then. Yeah. <laughs> Kid, kids today don't know how good they have it. Ugh. Coming up, our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, we're here uh, at the last break of the day. Just one more thing, your closing remarks. What do you have for us today, Steve? Well, I think I should talk about dreams because it's such a uh, major component Mm -hmm. uh, to your success. Dreams are such an important component to success. You can't underplay dreams. See, let me tell you something. Education is necessary for certain fields and professions. You want to be a doctor, a lawyer, a dentist, a pilot, a scientist, a teacher. Education is so necessary for many professions in this world. But there is nothing, and I repeat, there is nothing more important than your dreams. Your dreams have value. Your dreams wake you up in the morning. The dreams give you hope. You know, I'm not saying education doesn't do that, but education don't wake you up in the morning. It's what you dream and hope of becoming with the education that wakes you up. It is your dream that causes you to even get an education. If you want to fly a plane and that's your dream, your dream will cause you to do the things necessary to accomplish the dream. That's why I tell people, educators and all, if we spent more time talking to our children in our school system about their dreams and visions, we could reduce the dropout rate. But what we're doing is we keep talking to kids about the education, and we're not talking about the kids for the reason for the education. You got to get your education because you got to finish school. Finish school for what? We have got to take time out to talk about their dreams and visions. I tell parents all the time, if you're not talking to your kids about dreams every 90 days, that's a mistake, man. That's a mistake because young people change 
more often than you think. But if you're not revamping your dreams every 90 days as an adult, you're making a mistake. Because guess what? You change also. Now, you may not change as often as your children because you become a little bit more subtle when you're older. But you've got to refurbish these dreams. You've got to dust them off. You've got to keep reminding yourself of what the purpose is. Because the dream provides purpose. You wake up in the morning because of what you dream to be. You get excited when the alarm clock get off, goes off because of what you dream to be. Man, don't let nobody fool you. Now listen to me. I'm going to say this again. Education is important and it's critical to certain things in life. But you can actually make it in this world without one. Now, do you need to have some basics under your belt? I strongly suggest you do. And I'm not saying at all that you don't need school because you do. School offers you a way to become well-rounded. That's the thing that school does for you a great deal. It not only educates you, it gives you social skills. It teaches you how to be well-rounded. It teaches you how to adapt. It teaches you the tool of memorization. So I'm not knocking it at all. But what I am saying to you, if you are like me in any way and you're just not a school person, what you going to do? You can still be something. If you've blown your education opportunity in life, you can still be something. If you just don't feel like you can do school again, you can still be something. Because the scripture says a man without a dream or vision shall perish. I know the Bible inside out. I don't know it. I didn't go to theology school or anything, so I, I can't quote it like people can oftentimes. But I don't really don't recall ever going to Sunday school or any service I've ever been to and read a scripture about how necessary your education was. But I have seen repeatedly that a man without a dream or a vision shall perish. See, the reason you'll die without the dream or the vision because without the dream or the vision, you'll give up hope. You've heard so many people say, keep hope alive. Because it's necessary. The dream, the vision, what you see for yourself, your hope for tomorrow, that impossible thing that nobody else can see except you, that thing that floats around in your imagination that keeps pushing you to make you think there's something out there other than this for me. If you wake up in the morning and you keep saying to yourself, man, there's got to be more to my life than this, that's because it is. That's because it is. Your visions and dreams are out there. And let me tell you something else. You got to make your dreams and visions so big, so big, that it causes you to overcome all of your fears. See, the fear of failure is the number one cause of failure in this country because people are afraid to fail. But you have to have dreams and visions so big that it just overcomes all of your fears. You've got to want something so big, so dynamic to happen in your life, man, that you've got to make this happen. And the fear is secondary to all of it. And it'll cause you to push through. You've got to dream of something so outstanding that in order for it to happen, 
in order for it to happen, you absolutely have to have God's help. If you're dreaming of only stuff that you can accomplish yourself, I got news for you. You ain't dreaming big enough. Start dreaming big. Increase your dreams. They will change your life. It will change your perspective. It will cause your hope to grow. All right? Those are my closing remarks. All right, Steve. All right. Yes. Y'all have a good one. Hey, and can I say have a great weekend? I'll be working all weekend, but y'all have a good one. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 